Our next guest is up in just a moment. We are now joined by Ian Brennan. Ian is a Grammy-winning record producer and has produced uh, four Grammy-nominated records. He's been on with us before discussing his project, Zamba Prison Project, and he's with us today to highlight um, international um, al- albinism awareness day and i'm not actually even 100 percent sure of how to pronounce that because i have to say that probably like many americans i really don't know anything about this issue mm-hmm. so thank you so much for for joining us again ian oh thank you thank you you know uh, ian uh, as i said when we were talking earlier i um, you know, somewhat tangentially familiar with this issue because of, uh, I think, one of the most famous artists uh, on the African continent, Salif Keita. I am familiar and have listened to and played and loved his music over the years, but I had no idea that uh, all of this uh, was was going on uh, on the continent. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty... Uh harrowing really what 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 the communities there face and it, it differs from country to country it's such a large and diverse continent but particularly in tanzania and now uh, also in malawi uh, they're having these troubles that are based on old ideas that 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 some small percentage of the population hold but they're very violent ideas that that lead to murder mutilation rape uh social ostracization, uh, almost everybody from this record, from the community, uh, you know, a, a big percentage of them were abandoned by one or both parents at birth because mm-hmm. of their albinism. Mm-hmm. And that's on top of already facing, uh, you know, without proper sun care protection, facing what's estimated to be, uh, you know, 98% of them dying by age 40 because of skin cancer. That is shocking. Now, 98% dying of skin yeah, cancer. It, it, by 40? It's shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just awful because in, in most parts of the world, albinism uh, doesn't play a huge, have a huge impact on life expectancy because of getting proper treatment. So thankfully, there are organizations now, many of them, doing great work there with sun, you know, skin cancer screening and prevention. And we worked with a wonderful organization there who help with this and provide sun hats and, and, and sunblock, which, you know, are not, these are not luxury items. These are vital for their survival. 
but on top of that is is what what they've suffered. There have been almost 200 murders in the last uh, 10 years by people who hold these false beliefs about the magical powers and maybe even gold that are in the body of people with albinism. And some of them have been mutilated alive because of it, um, and and are, you know, left with, with you know limbless, handless, that mm. sort of thing. It's 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 just incredible. And then for the women, there's a, a big misconception, uh, myth, a horrible one that that having uh, sexual intercourse with a woman with albinism will cure AIDS. Oh my God! So almost all of them have been subjected to sexual assaults, and which is just you know, horrific, but mm-hmm. on top of that, sexual assaults that almost ensure that they'll probably be infected right. with, with, the, with the disease. Um, so what, what they face is incredible. And, and even for some of them that have been included in, in families where they've had a good-hearted mother or aunt or, or you know, neighbor uh, that, that took them in, in some cases they were still excluded. They would still be made to eat outside. Mm-hmm. Within the the, excluded the within the family, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just incredible, and and um, and one of the men, uh, Elias, young man, uh, who's on the record and is on the cover of the record, and he will be one of the people coming to WOMAD uh, this July to perform. Um, he he describes it in his own village where he was born. His father abandoned him, and is with his mother in in his own village. Um, he's denied well water because people think that he will contaminate mm. the clean water. Wow. Um, so I, I think it's. It's hard to even imagine the courage that these individuals have and, and what they withstand on on a on an ongoing basis, a daily basis. One of the other interesting um, things that I noted here is that um, many of them are living on an island. One of the Tanzanian, at least, uh, p- folks who are albino, are living on an island in the middle of Lake Victoria. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, Ukurewe Island is the largest inland island in Africa. It's in the southern part of Lake Victoria, and L- Lake Victoria is enormous. Uh, so if you look on the map, it looks like it's just a little, a little jog. <laughs> you know, like you can just wow. swim there. You know, from from the southern shore. But in fact, it's a, it's a four plus hour ferry ride. Wow. And so many of the people in the community. Uh, none of them have been out of the country. Never been on an airplane. Uh, we got the five that are coming to WOMAD passports for the first time to come, and some of them have never been off the island in their lifetimes. Others were brought to the island for their own protection or brought there to be abandoned um, or, uh, you know, have, have sought out the, the, you know, villages that will take them in because this is something that happens for some of them is that once they're excluded, they'll, they'll try to find a home, try to find sure. a place that will accept them and, and literally in some cases, they're, they're left on the, on the outskirt of each village and, and driven out. And there's one man who lives on the grounds of the center that's been built on the island now. Fortunately, he has a place. And he attempted suicide multiple times. The most horrific uh, attempt was by drinking battery acid mm. because of this. I mean, wow. because he just, you know, he, he couldn't cope with with the repeated rejection that, that, that he was subjected to. and uh, But it's an incredibly beautiful island. It's extremely isolated. And, and I, I found that, uh, that, that, that the evidence of how isolated it is is that I've yet, and, and I don't say this in any kind of uh, 
bragging way, because I certainly was ignorant of the island as well, but I have not talked to one person yet that was aware of the island's existence, including Mm. news bureau chiefs from southern or eastern Africa. Um, So it's it's very undeveloped, but but it's incredibly an incredibly beautiful place too. Well, Ian, I want to just play a little bit. um, We want to just play just a little bit more of the the album that you produced. And uh, then maybe you can tell us a little bit about the making of this album. We're, we're running out of time quickly, of course, as we always do at the top of, um, at the bottom of this seven o'clock hour. And this one is white African power. And so, um, so Ian, tell us a little bit, perhaps, about making <clears throat> the making of this album. Well, it was done entirely, except for one individual who's only on one song. It was done entirely with people that had never played music before, never written music before. Oh, wow! Um, so it's extremely experimental, and I think what they've accomplished is is incredible in, in how adventurous it is and and how avant garde it is. It's, it's. I think it's one of the more original sounding records that that you'll ever hear. I mean, there's, there'll be 100,000 releases this year in America, and I think you'd be hard-pressed to find something that's more original. The voices, in, in their honesty and their rawness, and, and then musically, how adventurous it is, um, and, and, and courageous, because what they're talking about in the songs uh, is very specifically about their lives, and, and, you know, titles like, you know, Albino Brotherhood, and, and They Gossiped When I Was Born, and, and Peace Has Vanished, and Disability Is Not a Curse, and stop the murders you know these things are very very real to them and that's what they chose to and wanted to speak to the world about and um a lot of the the instrumentation on on the album ended up being found instruments on site so on in that song it's tabletops and a sledgehammer and a broom and and a beer bottle with a nail and a bucket and and i think it's incredible i think that song is like you know it's very raucous in in the best sense of the word and um you know many of them expressed that they're for the first time were expressing their their sense of power and their sense of asserting their right so there's a song called Mm -hmm. tanzania is our country too which you know is an interesting thing to have to assert because you know they've never left the island in most cases they've never left the country so clearly it's their country you know on, on a factual level but to be excluded like that. And so to hear them assert themselves uh, is just so beautiful. And, and, and there's a song, Stigma Everywhere, that is sung by Amadou Didis. And he was the individual that all his peers revealed to us that they were shocked that he was interested in doing this because they did outreach to the community. And there were 18 people that were the core people that really wanted to, to work on music, even though they'd not done it before. And everybody couldn't believe it because he's so shy and so withdrawn and, oh. and, and, and 
seemingly so depressed. And and then they were even more shocked when he sang because he has this incredibly powerful voice. You know, probably the most uh, standard in the sense of just being having such power with, within his vocals. And on this song, Stigma Everywhere, he at the one minute mark, just before he starts screaming, "Leave me alone! Leave mm. me alone! Leave me alone!" Speaking to the people that have mistreated him. Wow! And it it it's it's it, it, it was. You know, just one of those moments that, mm, mm, mm. you know, I was blessed and humbled to be there and to witness. And and uh, I, all I can do is just commend the courage of these individuals. Well, we are, a f- we are a family. That's right. And uh, yep. people can find this album. It was just uh, released by uh, Six Degrees, which I believe is your uh, label, Six uh, Degrees Records. And it's called White African Power uh, thank you so very much for joining us today, Ian Brennan, Grammy Award-winning producer and social activist, obviously. Um, thanks for sharing this information and highlighting International Albinism uh, Day, Awareness Day. Oh, thank you so much. It's my honor. And that's it, I guess, for today, Michael. All right. Looking forward to catching up with you next week, Pam. Next week. We'll see you then.